Join us at the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of At the Movies. Hey, everyone, I'm your host, Anonymous Number One. And I'm your host, Anonymous Number Two. Before we get started, make sure you're following us on our Instagram and TikTok at The Movies Podcast for future updates and giveaways, a chance to have a shout out and be featured on our next episode, fun stories, and it's a fun way to interact with us. Yes, don't miss out, guys. All right, so for any new listeners here, we release two episodes a week, one on Thursdays dedicated to our Thriller Thursdays, where we review our favorite and least favorite thrillers, and then one on Sunday, where we alternate between Spooky Sundays, where we are dedicated to talking about all things horror, and Sunday Funday, where we talk about our life experiences. Woohoo, so stay tuned for those. Yes. All right, so how was your week, Anonymous One? Honestly, it was pretty good. I actually am very busy at work, so pretty exhausted, but you know. Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah. Well, that it matters to me. I'm not working, so <laughs> I've literally like, the same. Uber Eats, I think, like four times <gasps> this week. I usually like like to cook. You know how like I kinda like, yeah, like yeah, to yeah. cook. You're good I at joke you not. I ordered six bagels this morning. I <laughs> I'm on the same boat as you. I was so good the past couple months because I used to be really bad for you guys listening. I am an avid Uber Eats order. Like, I'm like their number one fan. Cookie dough, popcorn, everything. Yeah. And so a couple months ago, I was like, okay, I need to stop doing that. And I stopped and it was fine for a while. And then this week has just been a nightmare. Like, honestly, every day, every single day, like cookie dough, tubs of ice cream, like just everything. So that's been really bad, but also good because, you know, you have to treat yourself sometimes. Exactly. It's all about that balance. Yeah. You got to have a balance. You got to have that balance. Yeah. So, what about you? Did you get up to anything? Mm, honestly, not really. I had a real estate exam, my final real estate exam today. Yeah. So I studied for that. However, right. not having my expectations high it was literally the hardest thing I've ever written. Uh, like you never so know. Hard. You never I know. know. I my thing is fingers with, like I know fingers crossed. But my thing is I'm so good at assignments. Me but too. Then you me give too, me, me a test. Yeah. And I I, I just freak out. Like I I second guess I myself, and that's the problem. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm hoping for the best expecting the worst so yeah you know we'll see we'll see well you never know but I do feel you on that though I'm so good with essays and assignments and like that was pretty much a lot of like my undergrad yeah yeah, but as soon as a test or like multiple choice especially I will fail it like no matter what oh same I always fall in the trap where like I just don't know or I don't get it like I can't whereas like I love like essays and assignments because you can express yourself or just it's subjective yeah there's no right answer exactly you you can take a different direction or just you know talk about as long as you explain it it's fine yeah yeah, no, it's no. so true. But anyways, yeah. I'm excited to talk about today's episode because I am done thinking about studying. So yes. I'm really happy we're here today. Yes, so fun. I'm so excited too because as you can all probably guess, today is Thriller Thursday. Yes, the best day of the week, guys. Woo-hoo. So this is our third Thriller Thursday episode. <gasps> so crazy. Which is so crazy to think about. Like, I can't believe I that can't we've believe been doing it. this for almost three weeks now. I know. It, it's insane it's to think crazy. about. It's crazy. And to be honest, time's going by like really fast so fast and it's not even like it's so fun filming these it like, is I just, we I honestly have it. such a good time and you know yeah. we hope you have fun listening to them, yes so. yeah we, we hope you guys are enjoying it and also like yeah. this is off topic but like we always say like please let us know what you guys think about our episodes yeah, like definitely. we definitely are, are open to critique so oh for sure you know if you if you want us to change the format or like whatever you guys if you have any you know, suggestions want for us, if you have any suggestions you, yeah what you like you don't like just let us know exactly for sure all right, so without further ado, we thought that for this week's episode, we would review the movie. Drum roll, please. 
Before I Go to Sleep, which Woo-hoo. is a funny movie title. It's so weird. It doesn't even sound like a movie title. Yeah, I actually really like this movie title for some reason. Yes. It's kind of like different. I don't know. I know it is. It, for, it, it yeah. doesn't sound like a movie title. So. Yeah, and this is one of my favorite movies. It's yes. synonymous number one. Yeah. I love this movie. I actually just watched it right before filming this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it yesterday. It's it's honestly so good. It's but so you'll good. you guys will hear more about that when we talk about our likes and dislikes. But this movie was actually released in 2014, and it stars Nicole Kidman, who also appears in other movies like Trespass, The Others, and she obviously you guys love, probably know who she love, is. Love, 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 she's her. a legend. She is such she's an amazing, amazing actress. Amazing, amazing. I think she's Australian, if if I'm right. Really? Yeah, I think she is. I. I I swear. I don't know. Let me Google it. I'm going to Google it quickly. Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Australian. Oh, yeah. So it says here that she has Australian roots, but... I swear I actually knew that. I think I just forgot. She rarely gets recognized for it because obviously like she's been living in That's the States so cool. a lot. Oh my which god. Which is so cool because I have Australian roots too. So that yes. me and her have something in common. So and awesome. I went to Australia for an exchange. Yes. So. There you go. Small world. <laughs> it is. And then the other main actor in the movie is Colin Firth, who is also like a pretty well known actor Very as well. Very well known, yeah. He appears in movies like Mamma Mia, Love Actually, and honestly, like a ton of other yeah, movies yeah, yeah. as well. He's they're both both honestly amazing actors they're both really like honestly the cast in this movie is really good like it's a good lineup yeah agreed so now with that being covered let's dive into the plot all right so like we always say before getting started our podcast does include major spoilers so keep that in mind and we will try to give you a little spoiler alert before we dive into before any like major twists or or anything Yeah. yeah for sure so it's funny because this movie is obviously a thriller movie, but yeah. the general idea of it kind of starts out like the movie Fifty First Dates. If you yeah. guys know that movie, it's where like Drew Barrymore wakes up every day and she kind of like forgets. Yeah. She has like short term memory loss, so she doesn't remember like day to day things. She only remembers things that happened a while ago. And so obviously this movie is a bit different because it is like a scarier, less it's romanticized version of that. It's just like a more darker. Exactly. Thriller, a def- yeah. definitely a darker version, but basically the movie starts out with a woman named christine lucas who is played by nicole kidman and she wakes up pretty much every morning next to her husband ben who is played by colin firth and she forgets the day before so basically she wakes up not remembering what happened the day before and this is just such a scary thought like just imagine waking up and being like i don't understand where am i where am i who is this beside me exactly and and pretty much i think it's not really explained in the movie but i think she only remembers things that happened like five or ten years ago a while ago 10 years ago yeah yeah exactly somewhere around those lines yeah so basically ben reveals to christine that she got in a horrible accident around 10 years ago Mm -hmm. and ever since she's had amnesia which stops her from being able to make new memories and store the previous day's memories yes so that's why she wakes up and she can only remember whatever happened like what happened like 10 years ago yeah yeah Yeah. and and i think he does this every day to kind of like remind her yeah he does yeah so to help her out even more, her husband, Ben, displays, like, it's kind of like a picture board. I think it's yeah. in her bedroom. And basically, he posts pictures of, like, their wedding, just, like, other couple photos yeah, that like they have together. Everything. And I think he says, like, from my husband, or, like, he does, like, quotes in the pictures. And he says, like, my husband, Ben. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he says, like, my husband, Ben, or something in the photos. For her to read it. For her it's to like read it in the notes. morning. It's, like, little exactly. sticky notes on them. Yeah. Exactly. So that she has something to wake up to, and she's, like, okay. She has, like, something to follow, and she sees that, like, that is... Is her actual husband so yeah. he de- he definitely tries to help her out as much as he can yeah and he'll put stuff like 
this is like your closet this is you know whatever else so she actually knows where things are because obviously she can't remember exactly so like we mentioned before he also explains to her every morning basically that she got into an accident and this is why she's confused and not understanding what happened the day before and he also gives her other little details about her life that has happened within the past 10 years because obviously like she doesn't remember anything and that like happens throughout the movie we're just kind of summarizing it obviously exactly and so you know eventually throughout the movie he explains that her son who she had within the past 10 years actually died from meningitis which is super sad you know this really is very heartbreaking to her and you know at the beginning of the movie he doesn't explain this to her because obviously he doesn't want her to hurt and like you know suffer the loss of her child over and over again every Mm -hmm. single day Mm -hmm. so that's why it takes about halfway through the movie for him to actually explain this to her yeah so basically one day after ben leaves for work christine gets a call from her doctor that she has been seeing for the past couple of weeks named dr nash Mm -hmm. and he tells her on the phone that she probably won't remember who he is but that he's been helping her work through her trauma and Mm -hmm. help her gain her memory back for the past couple of weeks and he reminds her that she's actually been recording herself on her camera every day and her husband ben doesn't know about this i think because he kind of wants her to keep it like there's nothing against ben but he just doesn't want that to kind of interfere with like her memory he wants her to remember everything the way she remembered it she doesn't want anyone else to like kind of interfere with that so he yeah he, i think he kind of suggests that she does keep it kind of like hidden and personal so that she can track yeah. everything herself exactly because i feel like that will help her more like gain her memory back yeah because the doctor said he doesn't want like an outside perspective he just wants yeah. it to be kind of her and her memory from her too, right? yeah sure. exactly yeah so then after the doctor tells her to go look for this camera he tells her where it is so she goes and finds it under a specific drawer in her closet mm-hmm. and then she turns it on and you see the opening scene of the footage she's talking to the camera and she basically says he's coming and then it cuts and this is where in the movie it says two weeks earlier so then whatever else is going to happen next in the plot kind of happens two weeks prior to this opening scene right right yeah so because we mentioned that it kind of pans two weeks earlier basically you see christine going to see her dr nash and he explains to her that she actually was not in just like some ordinary innocent accident Mm -hmm. and she was actually brutally attacked and this is what caused the amnesia and so she obviously is freaking out she's like oh i i didn't know that like who did this to me and that's kind of where the movie starts picking up and she kind of tries to make it her mission to uncover the secret of like what happened to her obviously nobody knows and she wants to find this out because she ultimately is the only one that knows this yes but her memory is causing her to forget it so she's like i need to you know keep moving forward with these tapes i need to tape myself from now i think that's the point in time Mm -hmm. two weeks earlier where dr nash was like okay let's keep this a secret yeah this is this is how it starts and how you actually understand it's basically like a diary but it's a camera so she can obviously remember exactly so i think this sparks the idea I really it's like really that smart. idea. It's really yeah. smart for sure. And so, you know, the video recordings, they keep continuing on from there. Every day when she learns like a new piece of information, if she goes out, talks to her doctor, she adds this to her video recordings so she can, you know, watch it the next day, keep up to date with everything mm-hmm. that's happening. So obviously with all this being said, there is definitely something fishy that's going on. 
for sure. So, you know, as the days go on, the doctor tries to kind of rejog her memory by showing her pictures of her old life. Because mm-hmm. obviously, like, sometimes this is going to, like, jog someone's memory if they recognize someone. So, one day, Dr. Nash shows her a picture of her old friend, Claire. Yeah. And so, I think she looks at the photo and she's like, oh, like, I remember who this is kind of thing, yeah. right? And so, obviously, this, like, sparks her interest. She wants to know more about Definitely. this. So, you know, she goes back home to see Ben and she tells him, like, you know, I remember this person from my old, yeah, from yeah. my she's like, I have a memory. I have a memory of my friend Claire. Like, can you explain what happened? Like, why don't I see her anymore? I remember we were, like, pretty close. And he basically explains to her that, you know, she stopped coming to visit Christine after Mm -hmm. the accident or whatever happened occurred because, you know, it was just too hard for her to handle. Like, I think she just was not mentally prepared to, like, keep up with that. Exactly. So, basically, while the doctor's trying to help her, there's obviously a lot Mm -hmm. of events that happen and we're not going to go into detail about Mm -hmm. all of them, but there's an episode where her memory plays a trick on her and then Mm -hmm. she has a dream and she sees the name Mike written in her dream and then Mm -hmm. she meets up with Dr. Nash and she sees that on his card it says Dr. Mike Nash. Yeah. So then she thinks that he's the one who did it to her because obviously she can't remember how they even met Mm -hmm. because, you know, it might be a little bit suspect. Why is he my doctor? And I think the man Mike in her dreams is like associated with like her attack. Yeah, it definitely is. So she thinks like he's her attacker. Exactly. So then she starts like running away from him Mm -hmm. and the doctor sedates her but then he just brings her home I think yeah. and pretty much he just calls her up again and says we need to meet up because mm-hmm. I can't be your doctor anymore I'm starting to develop feelings and yeah. those feelings are reciprocated and mm-hmm. then he basically tells her a really important part of the story yeah. which is that her friend Claire has been actually trying to contact her for the past couple of years but because Christine was taken away from the hospital where she originally was Claire had no like way of reaching out to her yeah so I think it's actually revealed that Ben ends up transferring her from her first mental facility to like another one you know it was like a care home don't know why yeah Yeah, you don't know why um and so basically her friend claire was contacting the first facility yeah and so you know she had no way of reaching out to claire because i mean to christine because she didn't know that she moved yeah and so during christine's meetup with the doctor when he tells her this he also says that he found out ben and christine actually divorced four years ago yeah so this is like a big like yeah so she kind of just yeah so she just basically keeps that in mind yeah for sure so after Christine's talk with Dr. Nash, she obviously gets on the phone with Claire right away because, she, you know, before she was under the impression that Claire didn't want to see her ever again. Mm-hmm. So she obviously was really happy and the two women decided that they wanted to meet up. Yeah. So, you know, when they met up, it was super happy at first. They were really, like, happy to reconnect. Yeah, and I think Claire, cute. yeah, I think Claire was especially happy that Christine ended up recognizing her. Like, I think yeah. she was like, oh, I, rem- I, remember, I remember you. you. Like, all that stuff. So that was definitely really cute. But then Claire and up sitting her down and kind of revealing to her what happened leading up to when she was attacked like before that happened and so Claire reveals to Christine that Christine actually was having an affair on Ben like with another man yeah and I think it was because they were like really stressed I think Ben was like stressed in his career or something something like that yeah something along those lines and she was was a lot to like take care of their son just exactly I guess there's just a lot of build-up and I think that she Claire also said that Christine was like really private about it like she wouldn't even give her like the name of the person she was having an affair with and stuff like that and then another big secret is revealed as well so Claire ends up revealing that after Christine was brutally attacked she ended up sleeping with Ben one night yeah which is basically why Ben obviously never talks to Christine about Claire Mm -hmm. because 
you know, of that event because yeah. they stopped they together. Have a his- they have history together. Yeah, so it's, like, awkward. Yeah, I know. that. Yeah, that's definitely, like, a big secret that was revealed for sure. So, obviously, this news is very shocking to Christine. Like, obviously, as anyone would be, you'd be hurt thinking, like, you know, after I was attacked yeah. and I couldn't even remember anything, you guys decided, like, the two people that are closest with me decided that they, like, wanted to sleep together. So, she's obviously, yeah. like, a bit hurt. But, you know, she takes it well because at the time she was having an affair as well. And so, you know, they end up leaving each other. However, before they part ways, Claire actually leaves the conversation by giving Christine a letter that was written to her by Ben. And basically, the letter was Ben explaining that he was divorcing Christine and taking their son because it was, you know, just too much of a strain on their relationship with the amnesia and with also it being revealed that she obviously had an affair on him. So Christine ends up reading the letter and, you know, she's obviously grateful because like Dr. Nash revealed, Ben ended up divorcing her four years ago, right? Yeah. And so, you know, she's thinking to herself, wow, like Ben chose to actually stay with me after the incident. Yeah. After our son died. So like that secret is kind of covered. Like they explained as to why they were going to get divorced, but obviously Ben ended up actually staying with her. Yeah. So I think it was a combination, like I said, like her affair. And then also it was like a lot to handle with her amnesia. But then, you know, once their son died, Christine was just left super vulnerable, right? So I think he just ended up being like, you know, I love this woman. I want to make it work. Yeah. And that's exactly what he says when she confronts him at some point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So then she gets home and she shows Ben her camera diary and like the letter and everything and she's yeah. just so much more vulnerable and she says, yeah. I love you so much. Like, you're so good yeah. to me. And she's like, oh my gosh, you ended up staying with staying me. Like, with I want to be like really exactly. open with you. And after she says that, Ben hits her across the yeah. face yeah. and he leaves the house. So then... And it's like so shocking. You're it like, is. what? You're just like, what's like, happening? So obviously she's like really sus about it. So she calls Claire and tells her what happened and Claire is in shock so she says that she will call Ben and then she will call her right back. So this is going to be the big spoiler and twist in the movie so if you don't want to hear that make sure you just skip ahead a bit to listen to our likes and dislikes. For sure. So now the big final reveal is that Mm -hmm. Claire calls Christine back and tells her that Ben said he hasn't seen Christine in four years. (gasps) And she asks... Creepiest thing. I have goosebumps like thinking about that. So Claire asks Christine to describe Ben and if he has a scar on his face from a skiing accident and Christine says no. So here Claire tells Christine that the man she has been living with this whole time is not actually Ben. No, goosebumps. It's not Ben. Like it's It's not not him. It's just not Ben. And this is where she like goes into that little board. Remember where he puts all the pictures together and she sees it's all photoshopped. Yes. Like it's a very slightly photoshopped. You can see there's like a wedding photo of them together. There's like a line. You can see there's like a line through yeah. it it's disgusting it's, it's creepy. so gross and she starts like freaking out yeah so she yeah. starts freaking out and it turns out that ben is actually a man named mike who if you guys remember that's the person that christine ended up having a dream about like further back in the movie and this was the guy that ended up attacking her so it turns out ben is actually that guy and he was the man that christine had an affair with Bum, bum, like literally it's the biggest plot crazy. twist so crazy so once christine pieces this together she obviously tries to escape the house but mike ends up coming upstairs and he puts a cloth over her nose and then she you know obviously ends up losing consciousness so this is actually where the two weeks cuts and now we are taken back to the opening scene where christine wakes up and she's like confused yeah so obviously she's waking up from this incident not remembering what is, happened she's not remembering what happened it's which crazy. sucks it's she crazy. doesn't remember anything she doesn't remember 
like revealing that it was Mike the night before. No, it's so frustrating. Like I remember just being like, oh, Oh like I wish you could remember. I know. But anyways, so that day, Mike obviously is like fed up, and he like is just like you know she knows too much, and you know he decides to plan a trip for him and her to go on, and they end up going to a hotel where they stayed at ten years ago on the night of their attack, and you know he says for our anniversary because it ends up being like their like fake anniversary or whatever that day so he ends up bringing her back to the place where he initially attacked her which is so crazy so finally they arrive at the hotel room and this is where christine has a flashback of her cheating on ben Mm -hmm. with mike yes so her memory comes like flooding back and she's like oh my gosh this is mike this is not my husband this is not my husband and she remembers that mike hit her and was the one who was attacking her because he wanted to be with Christine. Christine. Yes. But Christine didn't want to. I think she was regretting the affair. Yeah, she was regretting. So basically, he started, like, beating her and it gets, like, really intense. Mm Mm-hmm. And pretty much the flashback ends and we go to the present and basically Mike starts being super creepy and they're having an altercation and it's very intense and honestly really traumatizing for her because she's basically reliving it again. Exactly. Yep. So luckily, Christine manages to slip out of his grasp by like taking an iron and just bashing his head against the wall. And then she rings the fire alarm of the building. And finally, you know, she's seen in an ambulance car. And this is where she makes a tape saying no one will ever take control of her life again. Yeah, we summarize that like really quickly. Like it's obviously like a There's a lot of things that actually happen. A lot of things. Like, Like you were saying, basically once she realizes that this is Mike, it's just like the biggest revelation to her. So obviously... Obviously, this is like a very empowering moment for Christine because, you know, before this, she was never able to remember anything on her own. Like she's actually, you know, she had this flashback herself. She didn't use her camera or no one else told her about this. So I think this is super empowering when she finally realized that Mike was the person who ended up attacking her and she ended up solving this mystery on her own. Yeah. Even though she obviously had this like roadblock of not being able to remember. Exactly. She ended up discovering it on her own. So I think she was really proud of herself. And like you said, when she ended up escaping, escaping and you know being in the ambulance she was like I am never gonna let this happen again and she ends up recording on her camera everything that happened so she obviously you know can remember the next day so the next day you know she wakes up in the hospital and she is actually greeted by Dr. Nash who tells her there's a visitor for her there mm-hmm. and it ends up being her ex-husband so he basically you know he comes through the doors and he brings in their, their son, son who Adam. is revealed his Adam, yeah his name is Adam and it's revealed that he never ended up dying and this is I know so I I don't know if we explained this yet I don't think we did but basically I think the real Ben ended up taking Adam from Christine because she was having a lot of problems when she wasn't remembering things yeah like Like she she, was getting aggressive yeah she was getting aggressive and and being like why is he aging like this isn't my son like just being very confused and so he ended up taking the son away for her mental health and and, for the son's mental health too exactly and for the son's well-being as well and so you know this is a very very like I know we both like teared up in the scene but it's a very like happy emotional scene where she gets to you know finally see her son he's doing well he's smiling and you know it ends off with like I think the ex-husband like gives her a kiss on the head and says you know I'm always going to be here for you now and then the son ends up giving her a hug and it's just like the sweetest thing ever it is a very very sweet ending yeah for sure she's finally reunited with her family and you know she knows that even though I may not ever recover from the amnesia I'm always going to have these people in my life now and I'll always have 
have this footage that I can remember. Yeah. You know, because before that, her memory was corrupt yeah. from the no, fake Ben. Sure. And yeah. now she can have her memories based off the truth. Yeah. And I think also her finally getting to meet her ex-husband and yeah. her son actually will help her heal and rejug all her memories. Exactly. I yeah. think that'll be very good because, you exactly. know, when she met Claire, that was kind of like a breakthrough for her mental yeah. health. I think exactly. It's just like a huge breakthrough. Yeah. And so kind I feel of like the ending to the movie. Exactly. So I feel like with like the real people in her life that mm -hmm. actually like, like was her husband and was her son, it will Definitely. help her, you know, in the future. So, you know, then it just kind of like pans out of the hospital room and it kind of like fades to black and that's the end of the movie. So I think for the viewers, it's kind of implied that she from then on will probably remember everything. Yeah. Like I think she even says in the hospital bed, she says, I remember you, like you're my son, like I remember yeah. you. Yeah. So I think it, it's a really nice ending, right? Like it's, it is. You're I, left I there. really liked it actually. Yeah. You're left being like, okay, to be she's going to remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think it all ended like for the better. It ended in Definitely. her favor, which I really yep. liked. And then, you know, the fake Ben, aka Mike, was in police custody. So it all worked out. Yes. And honestly, I kind of like those endings better when they're not just like killed yeah. off because yeah. I feel like he like he deserves to be like in jail and like have to think his whole life about the actions that exactly. he did. You exactly. know what I mean? I feel like that's a lot more like justice for the person. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. It was definitely like a way to finish off the movie. For sure. So now we're going to be moving on to our likes and dislikes section of our episode. This is one of my favorite parts. Me too. I love this part. Yes. Yeah, so this is the part where we kind of like debrief the movie and yeah. kind of talk about what our favorite parts and least favorite parts were. Definitely. All right. So starting off with our likes, I think for me personally, the one thing I loved, well, not the one thing, but one of the best things I yeah. loved about the movie was that the acting was so on point, such a yeah. good lineup of people. Agreed. Like, I just think that they casted the characters like really well. Like, oh, I think yeah. the for sure the the actors really suited their roles because like, I feel like sometimes in movies, they just don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, know. Sometimes it's like that person doesn't suit it. Like in the last episode we were talking about in oh, Fantasy yeah. Island, I found that Lucy Hale did not suit, like, the villain-type character that she played. Yeah, I can see but that But I felt like, sure. yeah, but I felt like Nicole Kidman and Colin Firth were just, like, such good characters in this. I, they really were. And honestly, for me, it was surprising because I know Colin Firth is in a lot of, like, romantic movies. Like, he's I in Mamma Mia. Literally, that's and he's what in I was Love thinking Actually. when I was watching it. I know. And so, you know, in this movie, he's obviously the villain. But he plays it so well. Like, he, he is does. so creepy. He does. He does. Actually, do you know what other movie he's in? He's in The Orphan. I know. I don't know if you've seen that recently, Wait. but he's the dad in that movie. No way. I remember? haven't seen that movie in a long time, but yeah. I know the movie. Oh my god. We, let us know, I know if you want to review that not, movie because it's really, oh my gosh, really yes. good. I, I will happily review that movie. I same, love that movie. Same. But anyways, like I was saying, I just feel like he was so good in this movie. Also, Nicole Kidman was just so, 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 so good. good in this movie. Like she honestly played it so well. Like I just, I believed her character. Yeah. You know, like she was, was very believable. Yeah, Which like, you I know, love. when you can just watch and you see it, them acting, like, you know they're acting. Yes. You can't no. tell for this movie. Like, it's legit. No. It feels really real. For sure. I agree. Yeah. And then another thing I'll say about this movie is that the plot was super unsettling. Like, it was mm -hmm. just, had such a creepy vibe to it. And there's so many, like, little details that were uncovered in the movie that yeah, I just loved. Sure. Me too. And, like, it kind of might have sounded, like, a bit confusing throughout our plot. Just, like, the back and forth kind of thing. But I think it definitely worked in the movie. Like, I liked how 100%. they would, like... 100%. You know 
Because in the, in the beginning scene, like we were saying, it like shows her waking up and she's confused. But then I like how you find out like halfway through the movie that that was like a scene that happened so, later so, so on. Good. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like I liked the it kind was of back and forth. All, like really well Exactly. Together. Yeah. And the puzzles, like the puzzle pieces fit really well. Like I like how yeah. it was revealed. For sure. So I think that was another thing I really liked about the movie. It wasn't like a typical structure of like, okay, here's the beginning, middle and end. It yeah, was like, I know here's the, here's the end. Here's the middle here's the beginning like it it tied together you know yeah so I definitely love that all right so the final thing that I enjoyed about this movie is that I think it's a really good movie for anyone that's interested in the thriller genre I feel like it's like the perfect amount of like suspense and like thriller but not being too scary do you know what I mean I agree I feel like there wasn't a lot of like jump scares like there was like no a couple like thriller it's a really like psychological thriller for sure exactly it's definitely a psychological thriller which are one of my favorite favorite types of thrillers same 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 love it I just love movies that make you think and I feel like this was definitely that like it was one Mm -hmm. of those movies that you were thinking after you watched the movie agreed but you know it's so good for people that are just starting out in this genre like it's not too scary and it's just the perfect amount of thriller like perfect amount of suspense agreed yeah I basically totally agree with what you said as well same here it's one of my favorite movies I Mm -hmm. loved love love this movie I just thought it was really good acting like you said Nicole Kidman Mm -hmm. and Conforth they're like amazing actors and like you said Conforth really rarely plays villains so I was just surprised like Like, I wasn't really expecting him to be a villain I feel like he usually plays this like sappy like you know like yeah like cute like fun like very nice roles yeah I agree so I feel like it was like very versatile for For him for sure and yeah like I said I thought it was like kind of a cool and different concept too because you don't really see many movies except for like 51st dates mm-hmm. where you know the whole amnesia thing like you don't yeah. remember what happened before yeah. and it was kind of the perfect amount of like thrill and suspense yeah like I really found that it like fit well with the genre like you said yeah for sure I think the amnesia thing like played really like it was like a cool twist to like a plot agree you know what I mean like it just added this extra like frustration like in a good way like you were just yeah. like oh my gosh I just want you to remember like it, it yeah. made you like really interact with the movie more I for feel sure like. And you know what? The thing about this movie is that you jump right in it. There isn't like, you know, the first 20 minutes oh are boring gosh, and you're kind yes. of trying to figure it out. No, yeah. like it's a really nice movie because you really yeah. do jump into it and you're right into the action. Like there's no parts that are boring exactly. or you go on your phone. Like I wasn't on I my was phone say that. at all, exactly. which is really good. You, you kind of can't really be on your phone you either. Otherwise you miss something. something. It's only, I think like an hour and a half, which is like the perfect kind of amount mm-hmm. for like a thriller perfect. because the action just keeps on happening and happening. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're so right. And uh, what I really liked about this movie too is that you know sometimes in like thriller or horror movies the characters can kind of be like dumb uh-huh. and they just don't know what they're doing they'll be like oh my god like should I go yeah. there and it's like no you obviously shouldn't but you're gonna do it anyway yep. <laughs> do you know what yep. I mean yeah whereas I feel like for this one she was really smart and she kept like a camera and like her diary exactly. and she kept on filming everything and documenting it and she was so determined which I really liked yeah. her personality and the character yeah. she was like I'm determined I'm gonna find out what happened like the acting unbelievable and that's I like so her character. true though that's so true because she's even given like an extra circumstance of not being able to remember yeah, things and she's, and like, she's no. still not like dumb and not like oh yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna wake up and like you know and it's fine what, I'll just whatever. live my life exactly. like she wants to uncover she the wants truth. to know everything but I think at the end of the day it kind of comes to trust your gut and instincts because yes. every time in the morning she wakes up she's like oh I don't know if I can trust it yeah. like you see her kind of feel that way and she exactly. was right because because I feel like if he ended up just being her normal husband she probably wouldn't you would have be, felt that way you wouldn't yeah. feel that gut because you felt in love with this man in the exactly. first place so, so you, you probably know would wake up it's good and you have yeah. this warm feeling exactly and you're like, 
exactly, oh, exactly. it's okay. I may not remember things, and but she I didn't love feel my husband. Safe. Exactly. She knew she yes. didn't feel safe, and there's obviously exactly. a reason as to why, you know? So true. That's such a good yeah. point. And I also love this movie because, like I said in previous episodes, some movies just don't kind of have that good ending and, like, an overall story, whereas, like, this yes. one really did give you a nice ending. Do you know what I and mean? And it explained story? everything. It yeah, explained I like everything. how it explained everything, and I really like that she got to reconnect with her husband and son, which was very nice. Like, I, yeah. I, I teared up. Like, it was yes, really cute. same. A really good point you mentioned that I really agree with is the way that they actually filmed it. It kind of started with, like, the ending yeah. going yeah. into the beginning and then yeah. to the middle and then back to the ending. Like, it was exactly. a really, really easy to follow when you're watching it. You're definitely yeah. not like, oh, what's happening now? Yeah, because there's some movies that do that, that format really and it's and like, like, wait. And I'm like, yeah. wait, is this, where am I? Yeah. But this, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's one of my favorite movies. I really, really liked it for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. So now moving into our dislike section, I feel like this one isn't going to be as long as our likes because as you guys can probably tell, we do really enjoy this movie. Love this movie. (laughs) However, in every good movie, there's still going to be obviously some like downfalls. I feel like you could literally critique any movie, even if it's like the best of the best. I feel like there's still going to be dislikes. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's definitely important to cover those as well. So I think for the first dislike, in my opinion, I just found that the villain character was pretty predictable and here's what I mean I think that it was good in the sense that I wasn't able to guess that Ben was not actually Ben mm-hmm. but I was able to guess that he was the villain of the movie because yes the, you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean I That's knew exactly how I feel yeah yes yeah. I knew he was gonna be the bad guy I just thought he was gonna be the husband but yes. the attacker like yes. I didn't know he was gonna be like an, the guy that she had an affair yeah with. like I knew there was definitely something like weird you know? about him but I didn't know that he was gonna be the attacker and then pretend Exactly. to be her husband, exactly. you know? Exactly. So, yeah. you know, in a lot of other movies, you see a lot of other thrillers, there's like six, seven, eight characters, so it's mm-hmm. harder to tell who's going to be the villain. But in this movie, there was literally only uh, Christine, Ben, oh, yeah. and, you know, Ben ended up being Mike, and then Dr. Nash. So you kind of, like, throughout the whole movie, you were either like, okay, it's either going to be Dr. Nash or Ben, but, you know, halfway through the movie, it was revealed that it wasn't Dr. Nash. So I was like, okay, obviously it's going to yeah. be Ben. So I think that was one of the things that you know I didn't like you know what I didn't not like it it just was a little bit predictable because it wasn't I wasn't able to predict the entire plot but I knew it was him like I knew he was like suspicious do you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean yeah and then I think the only other dislike I had and this is just so nitpicky is just that I found it like a little bit unrealistic I found it weird that even though Christine and the real Ben were divorced in the movie I found it really weird that he wouldn't ever go to visit or check up on Christine like I was kind of like mm-hmm. you know I know you're divorced and I know weird you know I know you want to keep your son safe but especially because like, it's like you know she can't remember anything so exactly. she's more vulnerable than you exactly know, somebody who can like you know I would I feel like even if he didn't want to go see her I feel like he would have given her a call and been like yeah hey are you, are okay? you okay or checked up on her in like the facility she was in or I found that part a little bit like unrealistic like I said before but however if they didn't have that part obviously the movie wouldn't be able to exist you know what I mean like exactly if the the husband ended up checking on her like you would just the movie would be over yeah yeah (laughs) so you know they had to have it there so that's kind of just like a really nitpicky dislike yeah and I don't really have many dislikes for this movie either you know if you've been listening to us since the beginning you know that I can predict movies yes 
pretty well usually yeah and this is anonymous one speaking <laughs> but i didn't necessarily predict the actual plot like mm-hmm. i obviously knew the husband was being very suspicious and there was something about him but i yeah. didn't know that he would be mike who was the guy she was cheating with and then yeah. ended up actually pretending to be her husband yeah like no, that was definitely sure. pretty crazy and there's like a really good build-up so you do know there's something coming you just mm-hmm. kind of don't know what like, it is you're kind of like beating around the bush you just can't put your exact finger on it that's how yeah, i found agreed. it but in terms of predictability like you definitely know there's something off i guess yeah that's what i'll for say for sure for sure. Yeah, because there are two characters like Anonymous too sad. But other than that, though, overall, I liked it. And for my other dislike, I think the tiny, tiny little thing that I will say and agree with Anonymous too is there's definitely a tiny little hole in the plot mm-hmm. where, you know, kind of like no one checked on her, where are her parents. Exactly. Just, it's definitely a little bit weird. But like, again, it is a movie. So overall, yeah. though, I loved it. Yeah, for sure. I agree. All right, so now we're going to be moving on to our rating segment of our episode where we rate the movie out of 10. Yes, I love this part. It's so yes, fun. Same, I like this part too. So it's actually funny because this movie is only rated 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. I honestly didn't know about this movie. I don't remember how we stumbled across it. No, I, think, I, I don't either. I, I think I you actually, told me to watch it or something. I actually don't know. Probably. I, I think so. But I just think, I can't believe it's rated 37%. It's not that bad. Like, it's no, really, it's really good. Not. I don't know what is wrong with Rotten Tomatoes sometimes. Rotten but Tomatoes it's really is... It's, it's so it's biased. weird. It's biased. It's, it is biased. I swear it is. It is. I swear. It's it's so weird. Like, they do the weirdest ratings. So, I don't think that makes sense. I don't think it should be given a 37. Um, also, side note, did you know that The Revenant apparently got, like, a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes? I saw that. Um, why? So weird. So weird. Literally, weird. I don't understand that because other reviews are like, oh my god, 100%. So right? weird. Right? I don't get it. So weird. Anyways. So, you know, I thought about this a lot and... I think it's honestly such a good movie, but I think my rating is going to be an 8 out of 10. It's pretty solid, and though. It's, it's a solid it's a rating. It's a solid rating. It's a, such a solid rating, and I think the thing is, you know, I love the movie, and I love the concept, and, you know, I think it's a really unique plot, and, you know, like I was mentioning throughout my review, I think that they did a good job of not structuring it, like, just like a simple, basic yes. movie. Yes, it yes. wasn't, like, beginning, middle, end, like, boring. You know, there was a lot of, like, unique characteristics. However, there definitely are some movies that I'm saving for, like, a higher score. Like, there's definitely, like, a couple. I'd say, like, three or four movies I have in mind that deserve, like, an 8.5 or above. Yeah. Just because they have, like, a little, like, a little more to it. Like, a little bit of, like, hidden Easter eggs and, like, little messages that you uncover. Yep. So, I think that's why I justify my 8. And then, as well as, like, some other little stupid nitpicky things that I said. Like, how it was a little bit predictable. I'm not one to be able to predict a movie. Like, usually I never know what the Mm -hmm. ending is going to be. And so, the fact that I knew what the ending of this was kind of gonna play out like I was a little bit disappointed because I wanted to be I was shocked like don't get me wrong it is very shocking but I wish I was like a little bit more shocked and like it was like a whole different character or something like that but that being said that's just really nitpicky stuff so I definitely do you know stand by an eight I think it's such a good movie I would definitely recommend this to anyone that's looking for for a new thriller like at the end of the day I 100% will recommend this movie yeah same here and you know what I've actually recommended to a couple friends that were looking for a good thriller to watch and every single one who's watched it were like this is such a good yeah, movie it's so good so it's if so you've good. seen it or you are gonna watch it after this or whatever just let us know if you yes, liked it or you didn't like let it. us know yeah for definitely sure. let us know yeah 
So now for my rating for Anonymous 1, I'm actually going to give this movie a 9 out of 10. As you should. I honestly really, really like it. It is really one of my favorite movies. Uh-huh. And a lot of people who ask me, yeah. like, what's a good thriller to watch, I will say before I go to sleep. Because mm-hmm. looking back on it, I love the concept and the way they filmed it. Like the way they started kind of with the ending and then going into mm-hmm. the beginning in the middle, etc. And as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I think a lot of movies fail in the execution phase where, you know, the acting, the filming, the plot, the way Mm -hmm. everything is put together and executed is really hard. But I found that for this particular movie everything just aligned so well together yes they they executed it really well really really well everything ran so smoothly i agree and just the whole vibe the whole set and the way the movie makes you feel there's definitely a lot happening i just like how it It wasn't like boring little eh, whatever's happening here like oh my god gonna go on my phone really quick text my friend exactly you don't want to go on your phone you want to keep watching and there's always like a new secret to uncover to find out and you're like what's gonna happen next what is it and for me i was kind of like beating her in the bush i was like i can't put my finger on what's wrong i know there's something off with the husband but i don't know what it is mm-hmm. but like you said there's definitely other movies that are maybe a little bit better and have some more hidden meanings which i really like that mm-hmm. so i think for me i definitely stand by nine out of ten i really really love this movie for yeah. sure like there's so there's like such little things to like critique it on exactly but it, there's it's just like there's like definitely you know there's always room for improvement i feel exactly. like i feel like it's so hard to rate a 10 it definitely is and you know what's good about this movie too i like how they didn't drag it out like some movies they'll purposely yeah. drag it to like oh an hour 45 or two hours and it's just even like two and a half hours so many movies that are just boring and there's scenes that are unnecessary was like this one exactly every scene mattered every scene yes every scene there was a purpose i agree 100 like i really like like, there wasn't one where she's just lying in bed and whatever like looking at the window you know like all of it had some sort of reason exactly like you know if she looked sad like you're like oh this is why and then this Mm -hmm. has happened like it just all connected well for sure so true i liked it a lot Alright, now jumping into the fun segment of our podcast where you ask us a question on our Insta and we make sure to answer it. So today's question is, what is your favorite clothing store? Honestly, that's such an interesting question because Anonymous One and I literally love to shop. So there's definitely a lot of clothing stores we like. Exactly. I feel like for me, I don't know if I have one favorite store because honestly, I can't really find everything at one particular store. Like I I literally shop all over the place. I agree. I can maybe say like my top two, but I feel like some places have good jeans. Some places have better tops. Some places have nicer going out clothes. Some places have nicer like coats. I don't even know. That's the thing. So like H&M sometimes will be hit or miss. Zara can be hit or miss. Like Topshop. 100%. Aritzia sometimes can be good. It really just depends. But I feel like Urban Planet, I get a lot of my stuff there. Yeah. Like going out stuff, especially. Yeah, exactly. Or like basic like tops. There, right? Exactly. Like night. Yeah. Like it's like basic tops and stuff. Like I yeah. honestly pretty just shop there. I have like a pair of jeans from like Guess. I have I feel like some jeans is like you can from... get them anywhere. Like there's so many different stores that are like exactly. Not I'm all just of them so fit nicely, picky but like with how they fit. Same here, same yeah. Here. I don't even know though where like all my stuff is from like I actually have no idea it's like literally all over the place like I can't just pick like one thing or like one store for me honestly you know me I literally half of my wardrobe if not more is from Aritzia which if you know it's a I think it's Canadian it is or maybe Canadian it is you know my stepdad well not my stepdad anymore he is friends with the creator like the (gasps) owner of Aritzia like he knows the person they're like really good friends oh my gosh that would be such a good connection I know it's um 
one of my friends, her boyfriend's sister, complicated, works <laughs> at Aritzia. So she always gets yep. my friend stuff for like deals, like 50% so off, which nice. is so nice. And honestly, for Aritzia, for me, I'm just like obsessed with like sweatpants and like comfy stuff in general, like sweaters and sweatpants. So sweatpants they have literally amazing. the best sweatpants and sweaters there. They're yeah. such like a nice, like they have like the two piece sets, which I like to like match my sweatsuits. They're and stuff. honestly so nice. So I would so definitely nice. say like their sweatpants yeah. are amazing. They fit and like, so well. I like a lot of their like going out stuff. They have a lot of like cute, like little, yeah. like tiny tops and stuff like that. The other stuff, like I feel like I usually just stick to like going out tops and like sweatpants kind of thing. I feel you. Yeah. Other than that, not really much. And then I will say I also love shopping at like Australian brands. I was like, gonna I say, love yes. like, White Fox Boutique. Yep, I'm literally wearing um, a White Fox sweater right now. <laughs> oh, so good. So nice. What else? What else is there? Oh, oh, oh. Princess, Princess Polly or Oh Polly? Which one is oh, it? Oh, yeah. Princess Polly. Princess Polly. And then also um, Tiger, Tiger Mist. Mist. I love yes. Tiger Mist. Yeah. What I'll about um, Moshki? Oh, yeah. Meshki. Meshki? Yep. Yeah. And then Baby Boo. I think Baby Boo Baby Boo well. is from there. Yeah, they have yeah, a lot of like so going good. out stuff. I have a dress from there. So nice. All right, and like we do for every single one of our episodes, we're going to be giving a shout out to one of our lucky followers. So today's shout out goes to Ella underscore ish 111. Thank you so, so much for following and supporting us. We really appreciate it. Now, if you want a shout out in the next episode, make sure you're following us on our Insta. All right, so that concludes this week's episode. We just want to thank you all so much again for tuning in. We are so grateful for all you guys. We're honestly so happy to be on yes. this journey and we hope that you guys love our movie reviews yes. and we definitely want to keep it coming and, you know, we hope you guys stick around. Yeah, we definitely hope you enjoy our episodes and if you do, if you don't, just let us know and connect with yes. us because we love hearing what everyone thinks. Yes, we love feedback for yeah. sure. So like we always say, if you want a shout out or a chance for your personal question to be featured in one of our mm -hmm. episodes, make sure you DM, you follow us, you like our pictures and yeah. you comment on them. And like we always say, our DMs are always open. So make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the movies podcast to make sure you're always up to date. Also, don't forget to stick around to the end because after every episode, we always include our cringy yep. bloopers yep. and I always love hearing them. So we hope you guys like them too. Yeah. So thank you so, 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 so much for listening. Give us a review. Leave us a five-star rating if you like us. And with that being said, we'll see you next time at the movies. Oh my God. I'm going to go again. It's really annoying. Just can't. Oh, oh, no, no. Restart. <laughs> Uh, my blind oh, no no we're gonna start again oh, sorry <laughs> why is this episode so hard today it's so hard like it's i'm having a really hard time like, like i'm sweating i'm actually like sweating this is terrible this is again. so bad so annoying i the dog i hear the dog I'm gonna i know it's so loud okay not his hand <gasps> i can't i can't i can't i'm gonna go again i can't this episode's actually gonna be really bad i'm telling you right now it's gonna be our worst we have been episode. trying to do the plot for 40 minutes so this is obviously a really empowering moment. No, 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 you're cutting. No, obviously this is a no, very no, no, I lied. I can't stand this. Well, obviously, is it fucking cutting? <laughs> I don't know why I started laughing. I just saw you yawn and smile and it made me laugh. <laughs> Shut up! Oh my god! Are you laughing behind the fucking camera?